0: Welcome to episode sixty-six of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is Morgan Rigsby, an interior designer. Enjoy. Free Pizza, your platform for, for creatives. <laughs> and we have the Morgan in here. I messed up. It's fine. It's okay. You know, Morgan's here. Life What's happened. up? Hi guys and she brought cookies she brought vegan cookies they're all vegan because jacob you know has his special dietary needs yes but we all benefit from me. veganism so it's fine save
1: the earth you guys what kind of cookies
0: are these uh sugar cookie the sugar yep Yeah, jacob was really excited about it so
1: they're shaped like puzzle pieces since you guys can't see it
0: absolutely well
1: more like the e-trade E Trade. yeah they're a little morphe of a puzzle they have nothing
0: piece. to do with this podcast by the way we're not we are Every not sponsored by e
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> But no, Morgan is, like I said, is an interior designer. I've known her for a little while. Maybe like a year. Maybe about a year or
1: so. Everyone knows everyone at this point in Greensboro. That's pretty, yeah, Greensboro's That's not that big at all. That's not. It's getting smaller by the minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now she's a badass graphic, graphic designer slash interior designer. We're gonna hear her story right now. Right now. So tell us tell us where you're working now and then we'll kind of go back in time
1: so right now i am an interior designer for a company called Pixus. it's here in greensboro what we are is a cgi company and we focus on commercial advertising for home goods and home products mm-hmm. so c- big name companies mm-hmm. that you would imagine like mm-hmm. lowe's uh steel knoll we do residential we do commercial design mm-hmm. and what we do is we do design the advertising images for them yes. so things you would see on their websites billboards the yep. sponsored ads that pop up on instagram that's me y'all That's
0: all morgan's fault sorry and then when you get those ads to disappear because they're not relevant to your uh-huh. feed morgan sad about that so
1: i'm the reason you buy things <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's badass though that's really cool so yeah let's talk about how you got to to this point so take us back in time to where this creativity Ooh. kind of flourished and started and bloomed
1: So, believe it or not, so I'm originally from Durham, okay, and I came to to Greensboro to UNCG for college.
0: Dang right.
1: Believe it or not, I was originally a nursing major. What? Yep. So, when I graduated from high school, it was during the big recession, oh, and at that time, it felt like the only thing that was hiring was the medical field, Mm -hmm. so that was my track at first, and then came to UNCG, did a couple years of undergrad, got basic classes out the way started to reconsider my track because it wasn't making me happy and a roommate of mine her name is Stephanie hey Stephanie thanks for you I owe this to you she joined the IARC program interior architecture at UNCG and said this sounds like it's right up your alley I went to orientation and signed up that day and that was it that was all I needed it was I knew it was for me after that And so I joined the program and have a BFA now in interior architecture. And we were required an internship as part of it just to give us some real world experience. And uh, another mutual connection worked for this company and gave me the in and started off there as an intern and been there ever since. I'm coming up on four years now.
0: That is amazing, Mm -hmm. and I was you going to stretch it out a little bit, talk about your experience in school and stuff. But I'm curious. So with high school, like you never really did interior graphic design stuff.
1: No, I was. I went to it was originally Southern High School in Durham, but they had a small program within it called the City of Medicine Academy. Yeah, and so I joined in on that, branched off, became its own school. So. I basically went to an all-medical high school. Every elective class we had was things like medical terminology. We would do clinical rotations because Durham's called the city of medicine. Yeah. So we were surrounded by doctor's offices, hospitals, things like that. I wore scrubs to school every day. That was my uniform.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. To high school.
1: Yes, to high school. (laughs) That was (laughs) it. That's crazy. It's crazy. So that was how it originally began. But
0: what do you know so when you went to the IART program or the orientation what about it clicked like why why art what about it got you so interested in
1: honestly it was the faculty that yeah. I met the people who took me around it was uh, Tommy shout out to Tommy because he just retired had his retirement party last week
0: Really? Yep. Oh no.
1: And uh he's a fantastic professor and absolutely one of my favorites. But he gave the tour and just he basically told us everything you could do with an interior architecture degree. It's such a broad spectrum program that they offer within the cars department that it gives you the opportunity to go with whatever direction you feel happiest with. Yeah. So it's not strictly just like an interior design degree and that's it from there it gives you opportunities to go otherwhere if you want to lean toward architecture you can do that it led me toward digital yeah and
0: that's awesome mm -hmm. I'm guessing back because you said recession that's 08 yeah was that kind of scary going to like an art program you know (laughs) during that time
1: I thinking about it as a kid I always wanted to do art I was very arts and crafts related just preferred to make a mess all the time and loved painting as a kid, and that's what I wanted to go f- to school Ooh, for. Cool. But my dad is the realist in my family. Okay, that's like, why I, I knew there had to be some
0: kind of factor of like, yeah. why did you go to medical route first? Okay, so your dad.
1: My dad is the realist in the family, and I always appreciate that, that he always gives you that dad advice of, yeah. I support you, but think of this as well. And he didn't convince me but he showed me another side of with art you're paid by people liking your work Mm -hmm. there's always the chance that basically you would be a starving artist and that's what he didn't want me Mm -hmm. to have in life so Mm -hmm. i thought of a more practical approach (laughs) to my future and as i got further down the road and as life continued on it's not really it's not really worth it at that know. point it's I'd rather do what makes me happy
0: yeah and yeah it,
1: just be good at it I exactly. hope
0: exactly I mean you got a job so <laughs> I got
1: a job so but it's not. working so far
0: it's crazy like the pressure a lot of people get from their parents you know on that exact reason mm-hmm. you know because obviously they want the best for you but you might not quite understand it but how like, to go nice. about saying it yeah absolutely but you know you're yeah. happy I mean, that's awesome so mm-hmm. Cool, so fast forward back, you go on orientation and everything. did you tell your parents when you decided to switch majors?
1: Yes. How was that? It was interesting. <laughs> um, mostly uh so with that medical high school, they it was a fast track program.
0: Oh wow, so you already had some like real world experience. Yeah,
1: and I was I finished high school classes so quickly I was taking college classes mm-hmm. ahead of time, so i was way ahead and somehow i went from being ahead to having to stay longer in school
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah so college in college yeah, yes yeah, in yeah.
1: college college took five years just from starting off at a different major at first yeah. so practical dad <laughs> is thinking of money and things yeah. like that in that situation. <laughs> but my mom is a dreamer like me and she's like, just do whatever makes you happy. Like, yeah. it's making you happy. You're smiling. You're happy. Just do it. Yeah. And so,
0: and that but, was, that's all she wrote. Yeah. You know, and you do with your father, mom's, you know, you do whatever mom, your, do your mom, your, yeah. your dad's going to your mom. Yeah. be like, yeah, whatever. Okay. But not Dad, really going to argue with mom.
1: Dad cares about my happiness. Too, exactly. So exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So cool. So let's go to, after orientation, you had to switch your majors and everything. So how was that? Give me kind of give us kind of a, a quick but you know thorough journey of how that program was. So uh, starting out with art, for classes. Uh, anyway.
1: To summarize it in a quick note, I didn't sleep okay. for about four <laughs> years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still catching up on it. I yeah, think.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it it was a fantastic program. I think the biggest switch for me mentally at least already having some college experience is with nursing it was a lot of memorization of yeah. things yeah. and you had those courses that were four tests a year and a final exam okay. and so it was all memorization whereas with something within the art field it never feels like it's finished you can mm-hmm. always improve your design mm-hmm. so that's how you that's how they trick you into losing sleep because if you want to be the best, if you want to be at the top of the class or yeah. if you really want to strive, you have to put your own effort in. And that's mm-hmm. what it is. It's you will never excel unless you do it yourself. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing. Yeah. To change that mentality.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So I wanna know like and this is probably for some people who are interested in pursuing some of this in school, how are the classes? So at UNCG aren't they more they want you to get a broad sense of all arts so you taking drawing and sculpture and all that did you yeah. do that with our yes too? so
1: okay. especially your first year in IARC, the biggest goals they want you to teach or for you to learn are to think outside of the box mm-hmm. and to question what if you yeah. know and just doing those very primitive parts of design of what if technology didn't exist like people mm-hmm. did it before mm-hmm. you have to learn how to draw again i remember we had and we we had some interesting projects too that's <laughs> one of the best parts of having some iarc reunions with fellow classmates is just thinking of the projects we've done. We drew sticks. We <laughs> made houses for leaves. Like it is but that's the thing. It's <laughs> nice. you when yeah. you get the assignment, you're kind of looking at it like are what? you being for real?
0: Houses for leaves.
1: You exactly. Like you're thinking is this really what you want me to do and I get a grade for this? But it it just expands your mind in a way you would never expect yeah. because you're you are breaking this leaf down of yeah. being like, well, <laughs> what kind of house would it want? <laughs> if I were this leaf, yeah. what would I want?
0: Yeah. That's cool.
1: And so that's what they teach you in the beginning. And then as the program continues on and you start to figure out what your interests are and things like that, they offer a variety of classes mm-hmm. that can lead you toward what you're interested in, and right. they have right. programs. They have uh, memberships you can be a part of, oh. um, okay. not just within the IR community, but nationwide. Oh wow! Yeah, you can have student memberships to things like a uh, IIDA, okay, which and a few other, few other big name brand places.
0: Yeah. So, what are the benefits of these memberships? What What are they?
1: It gives you networking.
0: Okay. Okay. That's gotcha. the biggest
1: thing with design is word of mouth and Mm -hmm. people liking your work that they want to spread it on to other people and recommend you that it gives you a chance to network it gives you a chance to meet fellow designers talk things over get ideas brainstorm that's really neat yeah um it's competitive it's a very competitive program but at the same time it's a very small, close knit program. Yeah. I think our first year class started off with around forty or so people. Mm-hmm. When we graduated, I think it was about fifteen to twenty. No way. In the final class, they weed you it's out. Weed quick. you out real quick. They weed you out real quick if you don't go on your own. They're not afraid to tell you. Wow. Yeah, but. I mean. That's what I want. Yeah, you that's want what I want out of
0: school. If you're gonna do the the school route. I want someone to, yeah, just be them on my face about it. But mm-hmm. hey, this is not good. You mm-hmm. know, you, you, you know, you need to improve on a, this and that and this. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's a tiny so. program too. That everyone's on a first name basis. Yeah. That my professors were Tommy. Yeah. And stole. Yeah. And it's it was great.
0: That's cool. I really that's enjoy. it. For, it. I yeah. still
1: try to stay really close and connected to them too.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I mean, we interviewed. Sun who Will from the UNCG's art program, and this day state Yes, say that, uh, Joy. You interviewed yes.
1: Joy. Joy is on the program to me. Hi, Joy.
0: Absolutely, that's the other interior designer we had on here. Yep. she's amazing.
1: She's fantastic. You
0: know, and it's just crazy how that first name basis thing. You know, it's like you're talking. That's me, how like, it is. You're like your professor is like, yeah, we call her by first name. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's cool. So, and you mentioned that. The art thing could go in many directions, you know, digital, and you said architecture and mm-hmm. all that. So, why did you choose the route you chose?
1: I can be a little bit of a control freak and a perfectionist. Yeah, um, it's something I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> I know my flaws, but I'm try- I try to use it toward a benefit as well. And Absolutely. when it comes to design and work related things. I like for it to be picture perfect with no flaws when it comes to working with humans and real people in their own homes. Mm -hmm. What you have envisioned might not necessarily be what they envision and then budgets get in the way and timelines and something that I created as a design may not actually happen for another year and Uh a half and I'm an instant gratification person. I like things to move now Mm -hmm. and that's the digital. World, and that's technology. That it has to be right here, right now, and you always have to be on top of things. Yes. So, I appreciate that more than I don't want to sound cliche, but picking throw pillows yeah. and the more decorative side of things. Right. I actually want to design the space.
0: That is so. So cool.
1: with the advertising route. Yeah. It. No one can touch it. That's the beauty of digital and CG. No one can touch it. No one can ruin. That's one what I'm saying. Baby. Yeah, it's yeah. It's it just stays like that. You can't get dust on it. <laughs> it nothing rots. There's no bugs. <laughs> nothing gets anywhere. You yeah. just double click on it and it pops That's up again, it. and it's the exact same
0: every single cl- every time you click it. Every time, and it's Beautiful. so magnificent. It's crazy because I went and looked at your work, and i I remember <laughs> testing you, and I was just like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> is this real? This you know what she designed <laughs> for whatever, and she was like, "Nah, it's all digital." I was like, "This looks so real." So now I'm like thinking about all the magazines I look at, like in Marshall Noble and stuff. Like I'm like, "I bet all that was fake."
1: That's a That's big thing. So that crazy, yeah. Myself and all of my coworkers have developed over time because we all this is all our first jobs out what? of school. We're a tiny company, right? And so. The employees are all within their 20s, yeah. fresh out of school. That's cool. We've developed a lot of this through time. Right. And so it's to a point now that we can just look at things and be like, that's real flip a few pages No, that's CG oh god that's just terrible it, it makes us <laughs> kind of judgmental but yeah. toward like oh we could do better than that right we should call
0: them <laughs> that's a, that's a good thing to do though mm-hmm. and I'm sure you can probably pitch it to them like oh yeah that's yeah actually should do that yes, you know you actually, a couple things we've like,
1: done recently let us know ooh, if we can help
0: okay kids gonna grab to school right quick when we talk about this work thing I'm kind of interested in that too but um cool so Tell us, do you remember, are there any classes or any like professors you really remember like through those digital art classes?
1: I remember all of them. Yeah. Because it was very tiny.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, a professor who probably had the most influence on me. A couple of them, actually. Um, first one was Professor Stoll He's a really great guy. He got me into more of the furniture route. Mm-hmm. And the eye for detail. And to... Be like, that's nice, but what if it did this? Yeah. And his approach to that was breaking all of your projects. Oh. Yeah. That was the biggest deal with first year was that they would
0: just... They would literally, like, physically break your yeah, projects.
1: Yeah. It was teaching you to not use hot glue, which was a really good thing to learn. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, you want something well-constructed. That was their biggest thing. But- I mean, don't Don't half-ass anything. Like...
0: It had to be so shocking for them to literally be like, hey, what's up?
1: It was gut-wrenching. We used to have a professor who was there my first year. His name was Jonathan, and he was notorious for that. The,
0: Just fucking your shit
1: Yes, up. and he loved to go for my stuff. I felt personally she attacked. Went, he
0: was like, oh, more, oh there you were, right there, bring I it up used, yep. to me. I
1: used to leave some <laughs> post-it notes on my desk. So I was like, Jonathan, if you touch this, I will know.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, that's freaking crazy. What project stood out to you? the most that you worked on that maybe were kind of more time consuming but yet rewarding
1: my favorite was there's something that the department of energy hosts every few years every two years i believe two or four can't remember now um it's called the solar decathlon Mm -hmm. it's a nationwide competition and now it's actually a global competition of 10 universities create a thousand square foot solar powered home every single part of the house has to run on solar power and the decathlon portion comes in that the judges grade it on ten different scenarios Mm -hmm. so I mean the team has to host a full fledged uh, dinner party in this house and it has to have enough energy to do all that the plumbing has to be a certain grade certification and all those details and it's huge huge competition. I'm talking like half-million-dollar homes. Thousand-square-foot little tiny thing. What? But half-million-dollar homes with just such fantastic technology in it. And so, two universities in Virginia teamed up for it. One had an engineering program, one had architecture, and UNCG signed up with IARC to take care of the interiors. Mm -hmm. And it was a project that got passed along from class to class that... I think about four classes worth of people had some type of influence on it and I did a summer course one of those quick like five week summer courses that we built the furniture for the interior and it was from scratch furniture we someone came in with a big truck full of raw lumber that was inside a barn for like (laughs) 70 years or something like that and i mean we planed it down we cut it we joined it and myself and i think about five or six other people built a dining table eight dining chairs and a whole bedroom suit for this entire house wow within I think 10 weeks it was two courses together oh my god and i learned so much yeah about construction and creation and proper built design yeah within that time that's that was crazy. It. it it was the hands-on experience that really yeah made those points stick with me in life
0: that's insane that's crazy how like i mean obviously you're mostly digital but like still having that Kind of, you know, crossing over into the mm-hmm. other part of it was had to be very beneficial. Even you making digital work.
1: Well, the iArc has helped me even with digital because yeah. one of the issues you can see in things that look like renderings is because it's too perfect. Everything's yeah. either too straight of an edge, mm-hmm. or it's too crisp, or there, there's just something about it that doesn't look right. Yeah, that. In order for it to be as photorealistic as possible, you do have to apply real-world scenarios. Mm-hmm. So things such as building codes. And oh, so yeah. you want to put outlets in the right location. You want light switches where they need to be. Because those are the things that make you go, wait. Right. This isn't real. <laughs> it looks real. It does. So yeah, absolutely. I can still apply my education to it. Yeah. And that helps out a lot. But... That's it gives wild. that right brain side too of just being like yeah it's, it's the little imperfections that, that we make, add yes or what give it
0: that realistic that realist- feel mm-hmm. so as far as the digital part of it what were you creating in these classes was it pretty like loose into that or was it pretty strict as far as like what they wanted you to make
1: they're pretty loose um, there were a few projects we had where maybe the medium was already determined, mm-hmm. but other than that, you had creative freedom of yeah. what you want to use. Yeah. And we have a offer within the IARC program. It's called CAM Studio. It's CAM is Computer Aided Making. Mm-hmm. So this is your laser cutters, your three D printers, the CNC routers, anything you can imagine to help create a digital design. Yeah. So I was interested in that. Yeah. I ended up becoming one of the like student supervisors over it just so I could be around it oh, all the time. Oh
0: uh, uh, Yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> I
1: was just 3D printing things it. and laser cutting stuff. And Absolutely. I was just like, this is so much fun. Yeah. And I think that's just what led me toward more computer design.
0: I love that. I wish I, I would have been. I was in that building a lot um when i was in school but i don't think i never saw that that's that cool stuff so we cool. were
1: upstairs so the way it, the gotcha. gate we're building is like first okay. and second floors art no it's more
0: downstairs and
1: then upstairs so it's you should check it out it's really great the upstairs has an open loft yeah so it's all exposed architecture yeah which is one of the really good points too yeah. of it. that when we would go through building codes and we would talk about features and things like that you could just point to it and just be like well you see how this is coming like through that, yeah like that and this is constructed this way and they designed the building for that purpose they knew IARC was going to be in there They're Like, let's ah, keep it exposed
0: for that reason because
1: it's easier to point yeah and just be like yep yeah, that's how that's like that
0: that's perfect it was great. And UNCD being great. Right. Go Spartans.
1: Go Spartans. Damn it. Go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. So, I guess take us to kind of the point where you got the internship mm-hmm. and maybe just tell us how the end of that program or end of your time in college was. I mm-hmm. mean, your final projects or anything.
1: So, I, I was working at Camp Studio and I needed an internship for mm-hmm. a class. Was coming up toward. I wanted to save it toward the end of the school mm-hmm. program so that it would still be relevant. Yeah, and I could apply more of my education to it instead mm-hmm. of just
0: very smart. being.
1: I didn't want to be someone who just did grunt. Yeah, that was what I was worried about. I knew I didn't. <laughs> I knew I didn't want to work for some huge corporate business with five hundred plus employees, mm-hmm. and you can't remember my name. Yep, because yep. I'm going to give you my <coughs> opinion regardless. So. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. easier if you know who it's coming from. But I knew I wanted to do something that still led more digital. I was looking at window and set design. Okay. And a friend of mine was working for a photography company. And I had to do an interview project for school to talk to just local people within the industry asked a friend if I could interview his boss about set design and photography and his advertising images. Uh, He got me the interview. Mm. I sat there with who is now my boss. His name's Mark Wagner. He's Mm -hmm. a huge photographer within the Greensboro community. Heck yeah. Uh, Yeah. Shout Mm -hmm. out to Mark.
0: Shout out to Mark. Uh,
1: um, He and I sat there for probably about 30 minutes talking to each other. (laughs) And when one of us would ask a question the other would answer with a question <laughs> and we were both pretty confused at one point point. and i said i don't think we're talking about the same thing because he kept bringing up digital work and i'm asking him about photography reason, i would yeah. say things like how long does it take you to light this set and he'd go Ooh, who knows if it's huge anywhere to a week and i'm like it takes you a week oh, to put up some what? light bulbs yeah what's going on <laughs> yeah, that can't be right <laughs> wow this is so intricate And I told him, I said, Well, I'm talking about your photography company. What are you talking about? He goes, Oh, well Aaron, who's the person who introduced us, he said, You're really interested in digital design and I've just started up, it's about a year or two old now, but we have a CGI company that does similar work. Ah. I thought that's what you were here about. And I was like, okay, let's start this interview let's over. Start like, I would much rather talk about over. that. <laughs> wow, tell me more. <laughs> and so we talked. I showed him some of my work that I've done through school. And he said, do you need an internship for school? I said, yes, I do said so would you like to intern here I said, yes i would yes i would yes. And i sent him everything yes. like the next day and he called me and said we'd love to have you and they haven't gotten rid of me yet
0: that is awesome yep. the free piece of podcast is sponsored by zipster specializing in custom websites and local design you don't have to lift a finger to look cool online visit zipster.com and see what they can do for you So you were also, you are fin- doing an internship and you were also finishing school. Finishing school. And when did you know that you had a position there?
1: Uh, so the internship, I think it was X number of hours you needed yeah. or something like yeah. that. And ended up going through the summer. And so I finished up the internship and they asked me if I'd be interested. I was still in school and mm-hmm. they were like, we'd love to hire you. Would you be interested? We'd love to keep you around. I said, would you be interested in that? I was like, Yes. I know yeah. everyone's name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, really, I absolutely love it there. And so it started off as part time at first because I was still finishing up school. Right. And then after I graduated, they offered me a full time position and I've been there it'll be four years in March.
0: That is so, so cool. That's yeah. like that's best case scenario right best there best case like, scenario Lariat absolutely internship and it's crazy because well if you people take internship earlier in college and you, that might not have happened you know absolutely. That, was a, that was a smart move on your part to so you kind of wait until you're more experienced mm-hmm. to see more to offer oh that is that makes me happy mm-hmm. you know I'm happy it, that this works out just perfectly like that because it's not very common
1: no it's not yeah. and yeah. I was worried about it for a while too I was like this internship's going to end
0: yeah and what am I going to do please come on. My dad's going to tell me I told you so. <laughs> i
1: got to go back and get a nurse again.
0: <laughs> that's cool. Though. What did your parents say when you told them that you got the opportunity. You know, oh, that's opportunity. thrilled. They yeah. absolutely
1: love it. Like, I there's. send them stuff all the time. So, the uh, banner downtown.
0: Yes, with your face on it. Yes.
1: Uh, yes. There's a Made in Greensboro campaign mm-hmm. that's going around and they're doing a focus on UNCG alumni mm-hmm. who are They've interviewed before, and so there's like a thirty foot billboard of my face. Morgan's face went. Uh, yeah, go see it, you guys. It's.
0: I might make it a point Davy to put Street that on our Instagram deck. story. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Just it downtown. We're we'll listening to Morgan's interview right now. That's me. That's awesome. Yeah. So how? So when did they contact you?
1: Megan Ma- Greensboro mm-hmm. My boss is actually. Hmm. Uh, recommended me for it gotcha. so they they were the ones i'm they've done they've gone above and beyond ugh, above and beyond mm-hmm. making up my own words now um for myself and every other employee yeah. that's there they're fantastic bosses and so they recommended me and Maiden greensboro reached out and there was an interview and a photo shoot mm-hmm. and that was about a year ago yeah a little bit longer than that which was great i really appreciated that Absolutely. and then they came out of the blue and said hey you hey. are doing this whole uncg thing
0: and you were just like yep cool
1: they're like you're gonna be here
0: you're just like dang right i am <laughs> so i deserve okay. this <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's cool though i'm going back up a little bit because i forgot to ask you this because i got too excited about you you know following your dreams and stuff and getting that job but so what were you actually doing during the internship? Like, what was your position there? So,
1: the company I work for is called PIXUS. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are... We branched off from a company in the UK.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: called They're called Set Visions, and their CG department was called PIX, or is called PIX. They still exist. Uh, so, they were called PIX, and we became the United States branch of that. So, we are PIXUS. Gotcha. And. Okay. PIXUS did not have a design department yet before okay. I arrived. So the they were outsourcing to the designers in the UK, which means everything had oh. a more European look to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of the American companies that we worked for needed things changed. So the biggest responsibility I had when I first came there was to make everything look like it was made in America. America, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. So it was, I would work with the UK. I would have to come in kind of early in the morning and work through, because they're five hours ahead Time of us. Time zone
0: difference. Time zone, yeah. yeah.
1: We, thinking of where <laughs> we started and where we are now is night and day different. Yeah. But so I would have to work more on a UK schedule Yeah. at first. And so, it was telling them like, no, that's not right, that's not right. Windows need to be look like this, you guys. Like this is what this living room looks like. This is America, but
0: this is not they were you. great. <laughs> yeah, they
1: were great. They were fantastic. So that's, I loved working with them. That's I miss amazing. Working with them.
0: That's cool. I mean, you sort of have connections, you know the season that would be very nice to have oh, yeah. them later on, you know. i
1: actually got to take a trip out there a couple years ago oh, to go wow. see all of them and do some training no They're way a fun fantastic group of people
0: That's some travel mm-hmm. opportunities okay
1: shout out to set vision yo
0: that's dope okay cool so i mean they that's awesome that you kind of made that you know you're a big deal and transitioned them you know to kind of re was it rebrand technically that you rebranded to the american mm-hmm. side or not really?
1: Not really. I think it was more just... I was the beginnings of a design department yeah, for which, the U.S. That's kind of a
0: huge deal. It was, You know? Because y'all have some pretty big name brands. It was
1: grueling at yeah. first. Just yeah. because I'm still in school. And yeah. I don't feel like I know anything.
0: <laughs> it's a big... That's some, some weight on your shoulders. It's like, you want me to do what? You want me to do what? <laughs> okay.
1: okay. I remember I had... I probably drove my boss insane. But the biggest issue I used to have was with interior design, when you're showing people a space or something, Mm -hmm. it's some crazy bird's eye view of someone who's 15 feet tall and looking down because you just want to show them as much information as you can Mm -hmm. in one image Mm -hmm. and not more product-specific kind of thing. So I remember the biggest thing my boss had to teach me Because I was actually still drawing by hand then. I did not know the digital softwares as well Mm -hmm. yet. So I would draw things as if it was like some bird's eye view (laughs) looking down on the space. And he's like, what client is going to buy that?
0: He's like, what do you mean? (laughs) He's like, what do
1: you mean? So he would would force me seriously to get down and squat and be like, draw this chair the way you would if you were going to sell this chair. Not like you're saying, this is the chair I'm going to put in the room. But like, you need to buy this chair. Like,
0: this level. You need to see this detail. Mm-hmm. Like that. And
1: that it was changing my eye from an interior designer eye to more of a photographer's
0: eye. Yo, that's dope. Which was Woo, crazy. Totally different.
1: It was so crazy. It was it was like seeing the negative space me. Yeah. It was just... Insane when my brain finally switched over and now that's, I, I can't be can't up here. That I can't be up here anymore. Yeah. I have to be down here oh,
0: close and personal mm-hmm. That's so wild. So that's awesome. So now you transitioning to the full-time job This is pretty much still your same position there. You're still doing kind of like right overseeing that stuff mm-hmm. So how many do you have any people with you any team members in digital?
1: It's just uh, so I'm the representative for the design department Uh, We have a post-production department, and then we have a couple CG artists Mm -hmm. as well. And so we are the root, and thankfully we're all really close-knit and have fantastic communication with each other. Right. That we're to a point now we all know what each other is thinking exactly half the time we don't have to say something we can just be like i figured you wouldn't like that so i got rid of it or somebody would look at me and be like did you want this to be blue and i'm like yeah yes i did yes i did
0: that's dope so you're working with the i mean it's kind of like with a team and individually Mm -hmm. which is which is good i mean it's good to you know be well-rounded in both so Mm -hmm. that's been cool
1: everyone has a different uh, art and design backgrounds too. Yeah. Uh, we have photography. A couple of them went to SCAD okay. for yeah, animations. Yeah. Um, so we all bring something different to right. the table too, which I think makes it even more interesting. Yeah. Every single day is something different. It's never the same thing twice, even though sometimes it may feel like it because yeah, yeah. it's the same room with a different color or something like that, <laughs> but it's still something different every right.
0: day. What's proven to be, maybe, maybe it's a, you're working on different projects, but what's <clears throat> some obstacles you face when you're kind of putting out these different, you know, renders for companies or whatever?
1: We, I know I, I probably speak for everyone, but I know myself definitely can make it a little too personal. Okay. That. Yeah. We get so invested in it and we all absolutely love what we do. Yeah. That if ever there's a time that the client doesn't like it, we almost get personally offended. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean?
0: Yeah. How dare you? (laughs) I spent hours on this. What do you mean, like this? Excuse me? Yeah. Do you
1: know what we did to make this for you? (laughs) But it's it's a collaboration. So even when we do, we're just like, okay, let's take a step back. Let's see. It from their point of view, that even a collaboration with the client is still fantastic. They were like, "Oh, okay, that was that was a pretty smart move on their huh? part." Like that. I can, I all mean, right, I'd buy that. Yeah, yeah, I'd
0: buy that. Absolutely, that's cool because I mean, are usually clients? You know, some clients are very like, "I want it like this, this, this," and some clients will give you like, "Oh, you know, just do something like yes. this," you know, very vague. And obviously, you probably have more fun with the freedom.
1: Yes, you know? I, I really appreciate the freedom. But some projects I really enjoy it being more like a puzzle yeah. of you've given me all the parts. Mm-hmm. Let me just put it together. Yeah. Um, but the ones that give me creative freedom are a lot of fun, and those are usually clients that we've had since the get go that they trust us that we're not gonna give them some crazy out and left field yeah. wild design that it's specific to their brand. Yeah. Because we've invested in it for so many years that we know exactly what they like at this point
0: yeah yeah so you have that relationship to Mm -hmm. where it's like it's pretty fluid Mm -hmm. that's awesome so give us what's a day in the life of your job like what you know give us like a little summary uh
1: so i also double as the project manager okay so it's a little bit here and there um but say it's a job from scratch okay The client will come in with whatever product they intend to sell, Mm -hmm. and then if they have a few parameters, like let's have it inside or outside or snowing Mm -hmm. if you want, (laughs) what have you, Um, they'll give me that, and we actually work as a team that I'll throw some preliminary design ideas out there, and I'll brainstorm and bounce it off to everybody. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? Mm -hmm. Pay attention to what design trends are going on right now. Talk to the client about it and once it's approved we
0: just, just we just
1: go let go and so we are you doing go. like a
0: obviously you probably all like a room together or something like that are you doing like a rough little sketch of stuff or like how are you um, where, where are they seeing to where they can approve things
1: I'm building things in CAD softwares okay gotcha and okay. Uh, kind of presetting the cameras kind of like that well just giving rough ideas at right. least um, right And so, I'll fill that out and piece everything together, give the client as much detail as possible. Because we're a very visual company Mm -hmm. and it's one of those things that I kind of have to see it to know if I'm going to like it. So I try to answer as many questions ahead of time as I can and after that it's just passing it along through. different departments Um, we're in a photography (laughs) studio so we are all right next to each other which is fantastic there's no delay in communication or anything Uh, we're we're a little family oh
0: that's awesome you know i've always had dreams of working in such a a more of a tight-knit small you know i guess company Mm -hmm. you know that's really nice
1: i like that i've never worked for a big corporate company but I really enjoy it just because it feels like your opinion matters. Yeah. And when it's kind of in a more opinion based track or field that it's really nice to know that you're being listened to Yeah. and that people are valuing what you say and you can value other people's opinions as well.
0: Absolutely. Now you're saying that I'm trying to put you on the spot a little bit, but I just want to know, I want people who are interested in, you know, having that small knit kind of group you know atmosphere can know some possible drawbacks do you have any negative parts of being with such a tight knit
1: there's one bathroom (laughs) 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 that's probably the biggest drawback yeah um i think just sometimes if someone's having an off day
0: we can all feel it. it yeah um
1: but other than that, I think it's we've kind of worked our way around it. Yeah. Um, we've got a good group of people that all blend really well together. We've you had did. some co-workers in the past who didn't mix very well.
0: Yeah. Not naming names. No right. longer there. No. Nope. Don't, don't drag any on my podcast. No,
1: not at all. I, <laughs> I wouldn't drag them, though. They're good people. Just yeah. and,
0: That's cool it's all good mm-hmm. if crap happens you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying but no you know I've, it's it's weird I'm sure like I'm not, I don't know any big name digital firms off the top of my head but I'm sure there's such a a vast difference and I think that I'm more on your side of like you know what like I would much rather know everyone in this building than like be this a whatever to, you mm-hmm. know your CEO walks by something or a president walks by doesn't know your name mm-hmm. you know so I'm definitely with you on that one that's really freaking cool um, so I want to jump to outside of work okay I mean are you do you create things for people outside of work I dabble dabble yeah.
1: I dabble and it's uh, it's more for gifts such yeah. as friends family for holidays and yeah. things like that and it's usually something sentimental absolutely um, I do some commission work um, outside of work I I don't do any like interior design okay. related work right just because mostly I'm staring at a computer all day oh yeah with work that I try to take a break from that mm-hmm. so at outside of work I do things such as like cross stitching yeah. and knitting and crocheting and I'm really into wood burnings heck yeah too um, I've, I've showed you a few of them
0: yes yes you have
1: um, that's what
0: really got me I didn't know you really created things until you showed me those
1: yeah so and I was
0: just like wait what I want to try
1: <laughs> and not keep everything digital uh, right. i have moments there was one time i knew i was too absolved in the digital world that i was sketching something and i just had a rogue line and my hand left hand immediately went command z and the line didn't go away oh and i just had this moment of being like oh no you actually drew that you have to erase (laughs) that on your own yeah i was like oh too much too much put the computer
0: away that's so crazy of like kind of like you know letting that part of your you know
1: yeah goes, it's just instinct now
0: yeah it's like <laughs> a pencil
1: shout out to the undo button
0: <laughs> absolutely 100% <laughs> that's what I'm always wondering like, how like you people who are really are into different things turn off a switch and are able to you know work on a different medium you know I think that's Really freaking cool. So definitely kudos have that. And I've seen a lot of that work You know, you've done. You, I remember we got an iPad and you were like messing with it and stuff. And I was wondering how you were drawing the stuff you are drawing. Apple house. Pencil like, is
1: something else,
0: Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's crazy that your commissions kind of go all over the place with mm-hmm. stitching and all that kind of stuff. So that's cool. But I'm wondering what is inspiring you to do maybe the iArc stuff was inspiring you to do... The other stuff, you know, wood burnings and all that. Do you have any inspirations? Other creatives or other beings or whatever?
1: Um, I owe it to the internet. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, Instagram's a the good
0: teacher. Oh, absolutely.
1: Visual yeah. mm-hmm. inspiration. I'm not I'm not a Pinterest girl. No Pinterest? It's not a Pinterest girl. I'm a it's Pinterest
0: just, boy. Are you? I'm a Pinterest man.
1: Proudly. I like absolutely. Pinterest. <laughs> Like it's, it's, there. it's a lot in your face at one time.
0: Absolutely.
1: But, so... Not knocking it at all. But Instagram is a really good platform for me because everything still has more of a photographic quality mm-hmm. that... People don't half ass things on Instagram anymore. Mm. Everybody wants to be insta famous and mm-hmm. have that picture perfect look. So I'm just like, all right. Show you. me what's picture perfect then. <laughs> and that's the best way to see like changes in like photography trends. Absolutely especially for advertising so versus true. more like portrait photography mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's seeing like like when everything was straight on.
0: Mm hmm. <sighs> simple days. Yes. Absolutely
1: everything was straight on and now it's just like nope let's get a little like, scared no, let's get
0: a little weird let's
1: get a little weird with it
0: so what is i'm curious so what is your opinion on as a creative on social media obviously it's cool that you may you can network and all that but you see a lot of people getting lost in these trends and changing their style to mold into what's in now so how are you taking how do you take social media
1: with a grain of salt yeah okay um I think some of the issues with social media is that you're only seeing what people want you to see.
0: Exactly. Never. The you're not was.
1: seeing the nitty gritty or the bad parts of it or anything. You're not seeing everything that it took to get mm-hmm. that one picture perfect image to where it is right mm-hmm. now or how long that process took that it starts to lose a real world quality to it. Mm hmm that I would like to see come back
0: Yeah, that
1: would be really good absolutely um but other than that I think it's it's a good place for inspiration and brainstorming other than that it's nothing that I feel I need to replicate or it's something that I really need I I give it to social media that without it I wouldn't be able to get where I am right Mm -hmm. now or the company I work for wouldn't get where it is that we are a visual-based company that we need social media platforms to just spam you with our work. Right. But other than that,
0: this is kind of...
1: The world could use a little break from
0: it. Exactly. Never working on that myself, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the endless scrolling. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm curious of, like, how are you marketing just your work? I mean, are your main goal probably isn't to do... A lot of commissions mm-hmm. you No, know, outside of your your day to day job. You so say you do it for friends and family and stuff like that. So, I mean, do you think you'll <laughs> ever get to a point where you'll market you know the higher stuff? I know you have a website that's in the works and stuff, but mm-hmm. what's the deal with that? With work? with like this marketing, everything that you do.
1: Oh, uh, so with word, most of it's word of mouth. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest things they tried to teach us with school was networking mm-hmm. to a point that. Since it is such a broad program, you never know where the people in your class are going to go or where things are going to lead them later in life that is so vague you could bounce anywhere. And that's what I really appreciate about it is that if you just keep those connections that you have no idea who could help you out later. Mm -hmm. I've reached out to tons of old classmates and people who've graduated before me and just being like, what are you up to? Who are you working for? Yeah do you need any advertising help yeah. any marketing needs you have yeah. or just like yeah is there anything we can do to help you like because you went through IARC with me it really is a bond after that because forever if you can be an insomniac for five years straight you create some type of relationship with people you better
0: <laughs> be offended if you don't freaking keep in touch with me that's crazy that's cool though um see so what what do you plan on doing like do you have like an end goal I mean do you want to stay doing digital art stuff forever do you want to eventually you know own one of these you know type companies to where you're doing things on your I own I would like or?
1: to I've yeah I can
0: see you doing that that'd be cool I've
1: I would like to be some type of Head, head boss,
0: yeah, okay. in charge.
1: Head lady, the yeah. owner. Yeah, I would. That is, I think, the end goal. Whether it's where I am now or a similar company of my own, something like that. Mm-hmm. I would. That is the end goal. Eventually, yeah. is to That's have ownership.
0: Do you think you'll stay in the in the in the, tri- in the, tri- in the triad area?
1: I think so. Okay. Um, it's Greensboro Triad area is a trap. Yes. I came here for school. Yeah. With full intentions to of leaving right out out. Yeah. I have been here for eight years.
0: Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> no, and, you know it's not like a terrible thing. You're making it work. You're doing. Yeah. You're still being creative. And and I feel whatever, like Greensboro
1: so. is trying to
0: it's, get it its together. You know, to was a start as I starting this podcast, I've realized that people right here actually are. They're trying to make it. It's not mm-hmm. like it's bad. Mm-hmm. We're trying to make it just better, mm-hmm. you know. And people like you and thousands of others I've interviewed, like thousands, sixty, six that's Just say, you know, on the on the on the dot, whatever, sixty five other people <laughs> have interviewed. You know, try to make it better, but um, whatever, Jacob. That's
1: well,
0: so bad we've interviewed, yeah, we've <laughs> interviewed too many people, <laughs> but no, but that's what I was saying, but um, you know, it's just getting there, and you know, people like you and you know they're trying to do their thing and plant their seeds here and it's, it's really cool
1: it's a very artistic community yeah Greensboro and I'm it, really appreciating that
0: very tight knit
1: really enjoy yeah, that
0: everyone usually knows somewhat about the someone other. else yeah in <laughs> the yeah. creative world if at least. they
1: don't know they know someone who does
0: yeah that's awesome thank you
1: thank you this
0: is good stuff I think interior design is absolutely amazing Um, something I wish I could kind of get into maybe i could one day who knows i believe in you i don't know you gotta teach me how this iron stuff works
1: okay
0: yes <laughs> but no if you have any further questions for morgan please hit it up where can we find you on the internet actually no hold on your advice for the up and comings give us some fail tops. hard yes
1: fail fast because failure is a process to succeed in order to succeed you must fail. You have to.
0: Whoa.
1: That was the first thing they taught me.
0: Word. And I agree. Absolutely. She just dropped it on you. I'll you have your your freaking notepad out fail to write hard, that down, you feel me?
1: Feel hard, feel fast.
0: And don't give up, man. I'm here for you.
1: Keep on keeping on.
0: If you have it, yes, exactly if you have any further questions for morgan you better hit her up because her stuff is dang good i'm gonna put go to the website and look at the photos and the instagram um posts i'm gonna post the photos that she's the renders that she's done do mm-hmm. you see what i'm talking about this it looks so real but she said there's a flower and one of them that was that is real yes i'll let you find that photo I'll for yourself you yeah i'll let you find it but no thank you you're the best um social media uh
1: you can find me on Instagram. Yeah. It's Mote Rig. That's basically my handle for every social media platform.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. If you see her, she's probably gonna be on a motorcycle if you whenever you see her.
1: hmm She yes. should
0: drive it here.
1: I did not drive it here.
0: You drove whatever, that's that's, that's lame. Yeah, <laughs> right. look at Jake. is like, dude, why don't you drive the motorcycle?
1: I brought you cookies.
0: You she did bring us cookies and best. I'm going to end it right there because I have nothing else to say but thank you so much thank for being you guys. here for the cookies, for the knowledge you know, another Spartan on the, the podcast
1: the bestowed upon you
0: absolutely <laughs> alright guys, thank you for listening Thanks, if you have guys. Any follow us on Instagram and Facebook and SoundCloud and all that kind of stuff and keep listening to these great podcasts and Morgan's great and support her and stuff so
1: Hi, mom. I love you.
0: Shout out to Mandy. Mom, you've made her such a great daughter. She's so talented and she brought us cookies. Um, and yeah, you should be very proud of her. And that's it. That's the end of the, that's the, end of the podcast. Like, we're in it right there. Bye. <laughs>